This week in Baltic Offshore Wind in 5 minutes. Brought to you by BalticWind.eu Hello, I'm Krzysztof Bulski, Publishing Director at BalticWind.eu and I would like to welcome you to this episode of our weekly podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Baltic Power, one of the most advanced offshore wind farm projects in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. For more information on the joint investment of PKN Orlen and Northland Power, please visit balticpower.pl. And now, time for the top news of the past week. In a commentary for balticwind.eu, Rafał Miętkiewicz, assistant professor at the Polish Naval Academy, writes about the recent events related to the explosions that damaged the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines and further highlights the necessity to consider a variation of risks to ensure the safe operation of offshore wind farm projects. The Baltic Energy Market Interconnection Plan, a high-level working group, held a webinar last week and concluded that energy from wind farms in the Baltic Sea and increased electrification of the region are a way to strengthen security of energy supply and ultimately to reduce dependence on fossil fuels imported from Russia. However, in order to achieve this, a strong infrastructure connecting the countries of the region is needed and, in light of recent events in the Baltic Sea, also ensuring its security. On the 13th of September, the Polish-French Offshore Day was held in Gdańsk. It combined a meeting of the Pomeranian Platform for Offshore Wind Energy Development in the Baltic Sea and a segment focused on presenting the French experience gained during 10 years of the formation of the offshore wind energy sector in France. In particular, the first completed French offshore wind farm in Saint-Nazaire. If you missed it, you can now find uh, an article summarizing uh, this event on balticwind.eu. The 8th DESA Energy Congress in uh, Wrocław uh, has come to an end this week and uh, this year's edition of the Congress was held under the theme Security of Energy Supply in Times of Transition. A special panel on offshore wind energy potential in the Baltic Sea, moderated by our Paweł Wrubel, our Managing Director, uh, was held and gathered industry experts from Orsted, Equinor, Uh, ZEPAC and the Polish uh, Wind Energy Association, as well as Ole Tov, the ambassador uh, of Denmark in Poland. The debate revolved around the need for stable legal rules, the importance of technical requirements and standards in post-on projects. Siemens Gamesa has recently announced the next step in the implementation of its new operating model which forms part of the Mistral strategy program and is designed to strengthen their position in the offshore sector. Siemens Gamesa claims the new operating model can severely impact around 10% of the workforce, which corresponds to 2,900 positions globally. Poland is going ahead with its offshore wind build-up program by starting a competitive process for an offshore wind seabed permit for an area in the Polish part of the Baltic Sea. RWE is in the race and has submitted a bid for the site located around 75 kilometers 
off the coast of Ustka. Based on RW expertise in offshore wind development, efficient project delivery and safe operation of similar offshore wind farms in Europe, the company has developed a unique concept for this particular offshore area focusing on the efficient area co-usage. And as the Russian aggression continues, we continue to closely follow all information related to Russia's war against Ukraine and its consequences, which are relevant for the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea. We stand with Ukraine. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We are excited to share more news on the offshore wind industry in the Baltic Sea next week. This was the week in Baltic offshore wind in five minutes. Follow BalticWind.eu for more daily news from the Baltic Sea offshore wind industry.